And we are back with another episode of Sentinel Sideline 365. Two live shows in a row. You have me this time. You have the old man again. And we're doing something different. It's a live reaction show to a Board of Trustees meeting. I never thought I would say that in the 33 plus years of my life. Um, but I, I'm sure the old man does a lot of government hearing reaction shows because he's old and you know from that space. But here we are because it's important. Uh, you know, they, we thought there may be a vote today about the ACC and, and the future of the you know Florida State within it. But from what I've heard, I wasn't able to watch a lot of it because, like many of you, I was working. Um, but the old man did get some key takeaways today that he's going to bring us through. And then we'll discuss kind of what are the implications, what are some of the statements. We got some other sources that had some good clips come out of it, so we'll review those. So we'll try to catch you up on what you may have missed today. And then we'll discuss what, what may be the next steps in this journey. So, old man, what, 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 let's go right into it. Let's not waste a lot of time. People are busy. What, what was the big, I know you streamed it for an hour. It was like an hour and a half today. A lot of people were able to get up there and speak. What, what were the big takeaways for the show today? And if you wouldn't mind, before we get started, thanks for tuning in, everyone. Like the video. It means a lot to us. Please. And let's get right into the video. So, yeah. what did we miss, old man? What, what were yeah. the big uh, things? Uh, I'll, I'll tell you, I had never seen one of these before. This, uh, the uh, Board of Trustees, this is hmm. Board of Trustees for Florida State University. It's yeah. not Board of Trustees for all the universities in the state of Florida. I don't think a lot of people, it's like NIL. People don't have any interest in it like this or NIL until it, it, it's wins and losses involved. Well, yeah. it, all of these programs, whether it's this one or and I, they all impact on the success of the university, not only academically, but in sports. But in this case, it was my first event like this. It was impressive, okay? It wasn't super formal, you know? They had a Zoom call, uh, they had a conference room, and they had uh, some people in the conference room, and then they had a Zoom call they had a Zoom call uh, with uh, all the other attendees, the members of the board. So first of all, I, and I already tweeted out afterwards, I said that this was very professionally done, okay? It was very professionally handled and it was very professionally organized. Now let me explain that before I get into what the results were. And most people already, if they have any interest, they know what the results were. But let me say this. Well, if you want to watch the video, like I said, if you want to watch the recording, you can you can go directly to the FSU yeah. board site or you can watch yeah. you know, the old man's reaction to it. He watched it live. So that's what I'm viewing, showing you guys on the screen. If you guys want to go ahead and yeah. watch and, that. And there's a lot of other chat. clips out there yeah. on YouTube, you know, uh, just certain clips. Or you can watch the whole thing. But you learn a lot. Yeah. You know what I learned? One of the important things that I learned was there was one was that FSU's gonna buy a couple of airplanes for the boosters. <laughs> okay. And, and so I'm I'm gonna start watching these more now, especially yeah. based on what came out later. First of all, they're gonna buy a couple of airplanes for the boosters to help them out, to help other people in the university, including themselves if they need to get the meetings and so on. And it will become university property. And as one of them who had researched it said, most major uh, educational institutions have their own transportation. Yeah. So we will have FSU transportation airlines. And that doesn't mean, that doesn't mean that the team 
will be flying on these. So not going to be that big because the budget is nine million dollars. It was oh. so funny. One of the one of the board members said nine million dollars. What kind of airplanes you get for that? He seemed <laughs> hesitant to want to get on a, one of those. I uh, you know, was thinking like what kind of uh, aircraft does nine million dollars buy you? Yeah, but. it might be Spirit or no. I'm just <laughs> kidding. Uh, but and, and to stop you, Richard, that was your first you know board of trustees meeting watching as well anyone in the chat if you it was your first time or yeah dude, what stood out go. to you guys what surprised yeah. you what stood out to you as yeah. we go through so this? so that was kind of funny that was a chuckler thing but that that's what you learn in these things you also they had more information about how they're going to add to the medical school uh at florida state and how they're uh, uh joining with the community and this is going to help on that aau issue that uh american association of universities i believe that's what it is yeah that that is very important for big 10 it's not yeah. a requirement but it's a nice to thing nice thing to have on your resume and they mm -hmm. and the board members thought it will take at least five years for us to really get qualified Oh, wow. on that because of the amount of research that is required i mean medical type research to be set up and so I'm, at I'm, not, point. I'm not here to talk about that what i what just what can i stop you yeah. on that one point yeah. i yeah. learned from one of our or one of our subscribers yesterday that the reason nebraska the only school of the big Ten, why they right. kind of lost their accreditation is just yeah. because their facility is not on campus like the accreditation for aau is well, just it's not so weird or the certification certification it's, it's just so like weird about that but that's the reason they lost theirs because their medical research facility is not like it. it's and that's what they said in the chat um, it, that could be a little bit off but yeah. go on about that but, but five years i think was, I, you know. I think the point is this uh board of trustees handles all types of issues of affecting the university not just sports but everything including sports yeah the other thing i want to add before i get into the most relevant point of this of this meeting that came out is i want to say how impressive i was when i read through the resumes of these board members they're mm -hmm. all somehow been affiliated with Florida State for many years, either as graduates, undergraduates, you know, and they've either been uh, appointed by the governor or, or by the university. It's mm -hmm. very, very interesting, but you can go online, read their resumes, very impressive. And a lot of them are in business. They're not, mm -hmm. this isn't like their full-time job, okay? Yeah. Yeah. They they it, it, they have full-time jobs investment firms uh lawyer firms uh all well, types of different things well peter uh peter collins the chair of it is like the co-founder of a cap of like a capital like a private yeah. equity firm or something and, believe, and the like. guy i think it's family dollar or the dollar store i i can't i'd have to look it up again he he's a, a i think he's ceo mm. okay uh, and so it was very interesting. Uh, so let me get to the main point that came out of the meeting. All right. And then you're going to play the first tape that we have queued up. And that is, they, let me, this is, I've been in big time meetings. You've been in big time meetings yeah. where I know everybody who's going to be in that meeting where decisions are to be made, big yeah. ones have already been contacted. So well, what I'm yeah, saying is yeah. all the board members got the memo, they got the email that on item number four, yeah. the public open forum, 
the president is going to speak, president yeah. of the university, okay, uh, McCullough, he's going to speak and he's yeah. going to make the case that things aren't working from what we told you the last time that Michael Alford and Mr. Collins, the chairman, spoke. So the first video we're going to show you leads to the point of what happened in this meeting. So play the first clip and then I'll carry it from there. Okay, let me uh, let me pull up that and video. It up. Okay, yep. while you're doing that. So obviously everybody knew what was coming. So this is the video that we talked about some months back, almost, I don't know, several months back when they were talking about ex the the finances of the differently of the different conferences. This is courtesy of Warchant. Yeah, Richard McCullough sounds off in the conference realignment conversation. And this is a short, so. That my current Turn it up. assessment I, of the situation like after very deep analysis is that I believe that FSU um, will have to, at some point, uh, consider very seriously uh, leaving the ACC unless there were uh, a radical change to the revenue distribution. I would have to So, we, sorry about that. We yeah. can't drop the audio on these shorts. That's uh, just uh, YouTube okay. algorithm. Okay, well, that's not the one I wanted to show, okay? I wanted the one with Alford and Oh, here Collins. we go, here we go. I got that. I, I wanted got that Alford one. and Collins first. Yeah, this here is the first one in this step. Because, listen, this has been a strategy of Florida State. This was the first step to lay out this extensive briefing, which a lot of people took advantage to watch, and I did too, about revenue. So play this clip, and I, well, I no, guess we can't get the audio up yeah. anymore. Yeah, sorry about the audio. It's just a YouTube thing. I'm going to okay. mute you real quick, old man, because uh, just to give a, a okay. sound distribution. Here we go. End of the day, if something's not done, we cannot be $30 million behind every year compared to our peers. I think... Um, one of the slides that you showed us last time, if you took the conference revenue away and put us in the SEC, our athletic department revenue ranks third. Third. Third in if, the SEC and third in the Big Ten. And third in the Big Ten. That's how well we do aside from the conference payouts. But if you take that and then every year you're losing 30 million or you're 30 million behind to your competitors, you got to do... Now you've got to be better than everybody in the country mm. by yeah. a long shot to overcome that. Yeah. And that's just, I mean, it's almost impossible. Yeah. And uh, I'll unmute you now. Uh, there you okay. Go. So the point is that was the official, uh, the first shot of the cannon. That was the yeah. first shot. And that that is uh, Collins. He's chairman of the board of trustees or what they call the BOT. B-O-T is mm -hmm. the BOT, board of trustees. And he was talking with uh, AD Mike Alford at that yep. briefing, and they were briefing the whole board there. They did a great job because yeah. they had uh, they had practiced that pretty much. Well, I'm we talked about no. I'm being honest with oh, you. Yeah, yeah, That's how yeah. these things go down. Well, well we talked about this last night okay. when the ATC was talking about you know the data right. that we're, we're right. third in our conference revenue, but we're like the data doesn't the data says we're thirty million dollars behind every right. year. So like you could say we're third, but when you're thirty million dollars behind in third, it makes a big difference. You got the point. And I'm not yeah. being negative or saying it's under the table to practice your briefings it's not that's what this is they're all on the same team here 
Yeah. This is they're all working together for one common goal, and that is to get out of the ACC. Okay, yeah. so given that a few more months or several months go by, what do you think they're doing? Just sitting around planning the football schedule, worrying about who we're going to hire. Uh, you know, some no, they were using every day with their resources, and I heard them say this uh, on another feed sometimes because that's. Were, that statement was February 25th when that okay. came out. They February 25th. All their resources. And Michael Alford said that, and he said it on War Chant the other night. He said that we were using all of our resources, all of the people in the smarts that we know to figure all this out. That yeah. led to the briefing today. Okay. So now you can play the clip from President McCullough, FSU right. President McCullough. All right, let me play uh, play that clip. All right, I'm going to meet you real quick. All right, here we go. To say that my <clears throat> current assessment of the situation after very deep analysis is that I believe that FSU um, will have to, at some point, uh, consider very seriously uh, leaving the ACC unless there were uh, a radical change to the revenue distribution. I and that talks about bring the old man in. That, yeah. That's so we went from February right. when they said talked about you know that gap, and we and we get a show on that like the stir the, the rumblings began to today where we would need radical change in order for something to stay in this conference, and this is now basically two weeks before the deadline where they had to put in their paperwork to say, we're leaving this conference. Right. And that was today. Right. And that tells you, this thing is as good as done, right? How far we've come. Uh, this... uh, it's beyond that. It's well, done. Everybody keeps... Without a vote having taken place in public, it's... Yeah. I watched the entire thing, as, yeah. as and we have it on air. I'm telling you, 100% certain. There's no doubt in my mind. Yeah. This is done because of the steps that led up to that. So February the, was the warning shot. February yeah, was the warning the shot. Yeah. During the meeting today, they walked through some other items, including the airplane purchase. I and agree. when they came to the open forum part, they brought in the president. Yeah. This was set up. Everybody knew this was coming. And that's a good thing. This is yeah. what you're all yeah. on the same team. You're running the same plays. Yeah. He came in delivered it he was a little anxious delivering it because he's a professional all these guys are professionals and he didn't yep. want to hurt any feelings if he could get by with it he didn't want to step on too many toes if he could get by with it and he but he said and you saw the language yep. unless the ACC comes up with a bunch of money guaranteed which we, money which we talked about they can't, so they I, can't. I wish he wouldn't have said that to be honest, I wish you well, just said. I know he's just trying to be nice. It, well, it, you always give yourself a way. The money, they but, but if they do, it. if you put in your paperwork and they do something, like you want to give yourself okay. you know, I, somehow. But they're somehow. not. They would have maybe, come up with maybe something. the CW network has a lot of money. We don't no. know. Maybe you know, <laughs> the only thing. Yeah, I mean, some fans out here have said they think we were just trying to use this leverage to stay in the ACC and get a bunch of money. I'm telling you right now. That's not going to happen because if we stay in the ACC, I don't care how much money they give us, you're on a sinking ship. 
Yeah. You're, and we'll show you a clip in a few minutes. Uh, uh, we'll show you a clip in a few minutes of that being discussed. The ACC is going to be third, fourth ranked conference, okay, over the next few years. And then they may be out of business. And if we're in that boat, we're going to lose. So the bottom line is this. The meeting several months ago was the first shot. This is the final shot. I expect, and I will be disappointed and surprised. And you'll be called out, and I'll call you I out. I don't care. Call me out. <laughs> is And I'm not afraid to say it. They will put out the official letter of intent to withdraw, intent to depart, whatever you want to call it. They yeah. have to put that in official traffic. And I'll tell you right now, as a professional, President McCullough and the AD, Michael Alford, and crew yeah. have already told the ACC we're going to do this. They're okay. not going to backdoor them. They're, you don't do that as a professional. You know that. They're yeah. not going to backdoor them. They well, because have, they're going to let them know we're going to submit this letter to you by the 15th yeah. unless you come up with yeah. something okay. that blows our mind, which yeah. is not going to happen. Already, and we already oh, talked oh, oh, oh. to... Wait a minute. Okay, you've done a lot of talking. Okay, I know. Can I but, get but a little word in here? Thing. Wait okay. a minute. Okay. Wait a minute. What I'm saying is if... The ACC tries to bait them back with, okay, uh, what did you want? $50 million extra. We'll get 25 or 30 to you. Is that good enough? The Florida State cannot stay in the ACC. They will not be able to compete if they stay in the ACC. This is their shot to go get a seat at the table. Do you know how many teams are out there, which we can talk about later, are scrambling for seats at the party? And 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 do you think these other conferences are going to wait for that? And we're only talking about two, the SEC and the Big Ten. The Big 12, possibly, but those two, the Big Ten, the SEC, we'll talk about that later. They only have so many seats, and there's quality teams out there, especially the Pac-12, that are dissolving. Bottom line is this. You heard what the men say that are running the show. I expect a letter to go out before August the 15th. It has to. It has to go out or they're staying in the ACC for two years. I mean, it, right. it literally has now, to. Well tell, the well, tell the people that. Well, yeah, people if, that. if people aren't aware, if they don't submit the official letter to the ACC by the 15th, then they're locked in for an additional two years in that's the That's three seasons, including this one. Yeah. That's, that's three, three seasons. So, or you know, and, and yeah, so and, and there's and, it gets and, a lot, and, and it gets think? a lot, it gets a lot messier from there. And don't you don't. think the party invitations will might have dried up by then? Oh yeah, if, if, they, if they delayed us anymore, there's like we talked about this yesterday. If you haven't seen our show from yesterday, yeah. we talked a little bit more about this. But like I said, Florida State is not the only brand out there that the SEC and Big Ten will take. No. These there's Notre Dame, even though they have a lucrative deal with NBC, and they expect to get six up to sixty million dollars a year when that news in a couple of years. You got there's Oregon, Washington, Utah. Utah. There, there's a lot of teams that are floating about right now. But Florida State can kind of. You I don't know feel what like, Miami's I feel like, doing. <laughs> that's uh, you know, the, the closest that Miami's coming to the SDC right now is the Securities and uh, Exchange Commission right now. That that that's the SDC they're getting okay, close that, to. That's that's. So that's they should be careful. But let me let me get back. I think right now Florida State's in a good position where they could pick who which invite they want. Do they want to go to the Big Ten? From a lot of the comments, you know, in our chat section, 
you know, it looks like there's a lot of posturing from Rich, like Richard's saying, a lot of posturing from Florida State towards the Big Ten. Uh, and like when Knowles 99 said, when Collins said traditional thinking, he was like, oh, um, he's hitting at the Big Ten. Uh, and, and when he puts in the chat, this may be a dumb question. If you leave a conference, can you automatically join any conference? Do you have to get an invite? I assume you have to have discussions with other conferences. Correct. You have to have these discussions. It's not just like, oh, I can join whatever. Well, you have our, to have a our, formal invite yeah, to exactly. the party. You and, just and, don't show up and crash the party. And our assumption is that there has been informal back channel invites. And my my assumption, like I said, I don't have inside sources like all these Twitter people do, but allegedly. I believe Florida State has back channel conversations and invites from both conferences right now. And it's really Florida State's decision to choose where they want to go if they make it official. And I do think that Big Ten is their, is their choice right now. Uh, let's get to some questions. Richard, question. After the meeting today, Alex began reporting that Big Ten was expanding with four schools in the pack. Is this legit or just moat? My game guess is that I think it's legit. I believe that they want to go to an even 20. They have, they have 16 set up for 2024 with the addition of USC and... Um, uh, USC and UCLA. He's saying from the Pac-12. He's yeah. not including us. Oh, full, oh sorry. I read that. You're right. And, and I schools. read that too on Twitter, Richard. I read that too. I, I don't think why. I, I, I wouldn't understand. And, and that may be, Richard, to, to answer your question, it may be like forcing a little pressure on Florida State to make a damn decision already. Mm -hmm. And I think it may be you float some of that out into the media to say, Hey guys, we're not gonna wait around for you forever. So we already—you already got UCLA and USC in the mix already done. Oregon and Washington are floating out there. Florida State, you need to make a damn decision and commit, or you're out. Or you're Just out. like we were saying. So, uh, Richard, I think there is some smoke with that, but I think it's a leverage move by the conference to say, "Hurry up and make a damn decision." Um, and you're yeah, all right, I, Richard. You have to get that formal invite. Yeah, I, I yeah, you have to have a formal invite. Yeah, I mean, you yeah, can't just go yeah. out there. You know, you have to have Team a Swiss. formal yeah, invite. Yeah, yeah you, you um, can't do that. But I, I think you're right, KB. You can't just sit around and wait. And that's why I say, there's still waffling here. You don't think Alford? Alford's an aggressive guy. We have the proper leadership team on board at Florida State right now with the president on down with the board to to do this, okay? And the, and he already said he's not concerned about the grant of rights. You know, it's a money issue. They'll take yeah, care of it. $30 million a year, they'll make that up. They'll you make double that to, almost every single year. have to go now. I yeah. mean, because there's only so many chairs. There's only so many spaces. Yeah, and Noel's 99 Senate, correct. I think it's to throw them off the scent of that they're already talking to Florida State and Clemson. Noel's 99, I totally agree with you. I think it's just kind of a... You know, a false a false flag that they throw out there false just to throw them off. Operation. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I totally agree with you. Because legally, there's certain things they can't do because it would be tampering. You're, you'd be tampering with another conference's teams, and that's not going to fly. That's going to be a problem. And see, yeah, Richard, where, yeah. and I don't yeah. think, I think Oregon and Washington, there's definitely smoke there for for being two teams. Cal and Stanford, I think those yeah, are like the... Why do they want another California team? They yeah, already I don't think... Yeah. They already have USC and UCLA. I don't know why they would take two more. It just would be oversaturation. Right. If they, but once again, that could be one uh, a false slide or it could be like their backup plan. Like if Florida State and Clemson decide they're going to the SEC, great. We already have two we're one, one, great academic institutions. We expand our footprint in a huge California media market, we're good to go. But that, I, that's the backup, backup plan, I believe, for the Big Ten, if anything. And but I, I believe it's thrown off. And KB, we don't off. know, like Richard, we, we don't know. Now, you're talking 
You're talking business here. We don't know what kind of deals they're going to cut for Florida State. Do they bring them in as an equal partner to a team that's been there for 20 years? I don't know. Or do they have to I mean, come in as a see. junior partner? I, I don't know how that works. So they could be leveraging these teams to see what they'll buy into. And, and don't you think that these conferences also have deadlines that they're trying to meet as well to meet their, their conference needs? So the bottom line is this for, for this board meeting. The bottom line is this. This was the second major shot. We will now focus the target on August the 15th. If Florida yep. State does not take official action, this is my opinion only. If they don't take official action by August the 15th, I believe it is a mistake and it will be disappointing. Florida State's screwed if that happens. They, they will fall behind as a program. If that, and if, I, and if that I don't, and see, here's why I don't think that's going to happen. I think they're going to go ahead and do the official letter by the 15th. There's no reason not to. They've already fired two big shots. Yeah. They, the ACC would have to give them a boatload of money guaranteed for so long, and, or that's it. And we already talked about it. Even if the uh, ACC agrees to like that uneven distribution model where the top schools get more money than yeah. like the Wake Forest and, and, right. and, 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 uh, and uh, Syracuse, right. you still wouldn't be able to make up the gap. Even right. if you're getting an extra 6 to $10 million a year, Right. You're still behind $20 million. Right. You're still losing $20 million to Florida and, and, and Alabama and those schools. And you will not be able to make up that gap. You will not be able to make up that gap. And where are you five, six years, ten years down the road? Yeah. yeah. Where are you? You're, you're, you're stuck. You're, you're stuck. $100 million behind. You're stuck. That's what happens. And you're not getting the recruits you might think you should get. You're not competitive. You're not in the playoffs. And then, and then you have... You have a fan base that'll start to erode. That that happens. College football is a national arms race for facilities, for NIL budgets, for well, it's it's the best facilities, the best NIL collected. All and cash is king right now. We and all have to admit this, that. And you it's, said, and you led me right into my next point. One of the board of trustees members, a very impressive resume, Max Alvarez. Very impressive resume. Business guy, okay? He started and, and had several businesses, very successful. You know what he said that caught my attention? I wrote it down. He said when it came to his turn, when they were, at, when they were asking all of them, how do you feel about this? You know what he said? This is big business. This isn't the football you used to know. Yeah. This yeah. is purely big business. And you either got to, and I'm not quoting this part, but he did say big business. You either got to play big or you got to go home. Yeah. You, and, and, you, it's one or the other. And we don't know how much further NIL is going to evolve and how much more schools are going to be able to get involved with the collectives. So, once again, your ability your uh, ability to earn money as a program is probably going to get even more important, right? And, and it's not even just about sports. The ability to generate revenue for the sports programs Helps the universities this even one or two growing the campus, growing your footprint. We talked about it yesterday. If Florida State joins the Big Ten, which I believe is the better move personally, because you get you get exposure to the northern markets where I am in uh, you know uh, DMV area, New York, Michigan, you know. But I, which I I want it, but I think you gain exposure to better markets. Your footprint grows. 
But with all that infusion of cash, you can grow the campus. You can grow your facilities. You can grow your, your academic programs. It's not just about sports. You need that cash to become a bigger and bigger brand and, and just do the things that you want to do. If you're stuck in the ACC, you're limiting your growth potential. And you can't do that. And I do not believe our AD will allow it to happen. If we had our old AD, I, I, would, I would think maybe we don't make this jump, personally. Wow. But Mike Alford, I don't think we we we. Uh, I, I you know. can't be. I couldn't. I can't. I sleep so much better at night, knowing who our president is and who our AD is, Mike Alford, and and who our our chairman of the uh, our chairperson of the board there is, Mr. Collins. This is three very smart, savvy business people who know what they're doing. And yeah. their legacy is going to be tied to the decision they make. And I'll tell you what, yeah. I believe personally, I don't have any insider information. This is the thing I say, with all the Tallahassee quote insiders, this thing was kept hush hush. No one knew anything. It was all speculation of what was going to happen, what wasn't going to happen. I heard some, so one of the insiders say, well, nothing's going to happen. Well, that's not true. Something did happen. Drew Weatherford, a member of the board, he used to be a three-year starter FSU quarterback who I watched him play God, a lot of football that, games. That was rough. Drew Weatherford, okay? <laughs> Drew Weatherford. You know what he said when they went around? When they went around. You know what he said? This is serious. He said, let's not play games with this. As a player, you know how he felt how he would was being recruited at the time and how a bad decision on this will affect recruiting in 100%, the future 100% and nope. he was he was right on he yeah. was right on because like you said people want to play in the biggest spot it's, like you said NIL those things play a, a play a, a part in it but you want to play in the biggest level and when college football turns into a two team super conference which it is becoming no one's going to want to play in the Big 12. No one's going to want to play in the Pac-8, what that's becoming. No one's going to want to play in the ACC. They're going to okay. want to play in the SEC or the Big take 10. take a few more of these uh, yeah. comments? Let's take a few more of these, and then we're going to show that clip yeah. that I want to show. As Richard said, Colin said towards the end of the meeting today, we should be getting back to you all hopefully sooner rather than later. Really gave us hope. Uh, I totally agree, uh, Richard. I, 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 that is an, an accurate statement, Richard. Yeah. We'll be getting back to you sooner than mm -hmm. later. Yeah. Exactly. I believe the letter has already been typed, okay, and it's just a formality. Yeah. And I do believe that Commissioner of the ACC, Phillips, has been notified. Yeah. That, yeah. that Listen, as professionals, that's what you do. Well, you and, and you know, people. Well, that, you know and these guys are going to jump around. The guys that work in the ACC sure. may jump to a conference and be in an ED somewhere. You they don't want to break these. Or they may be on the bridges. They may be on the playoff committee one day, and you yeah, don't want to piss those guys off because exactly. they, they go onto the playoff selection exactly. committee, and you don't want to piss these exactly. people off. So we've, we've acted as professionals. That meeting was very professional. All yeah. right, who we got up next? Knowles 99. Chief Osceola coming out into the field in the Big Ten is true pulling the pass over. Him and Jim Harbaugh was excited to see it. That's what I said. I was like, Florida State playing the big house, playing in uh, playing in Happy Valley. I, well, let me say that's that. That's why it's my selection. There's so many big brands that I would love to see Florida State play on the road, much less at home against. I, I am over the moon if they go to the Big Ten. Okay, let I, me say this. I'm over the moon. There, I think the fan base is a little mixed on this now. Not oh. everybody's going to agree what we think. It's going to be a I great think, debate. I think, either one, I think either one we win, okay? Either yeah, one yeah. we win. 
The question is, a lot of people think the SEC better for travel, not only for the our, our sports programs, but also for fan bases, that it's better to stay in the South. I'm, I'm, I'd like to see what our viewers think. Is it better to stay in the SEC? You don't have to write something like, say, SEC or say Big Ten. Let's see what people have to say. When well, you tell us where you're from. Like, like I said, I'm from, I'm up in, you know, D.C., Virginia, Maryland area. So I could go to, Mar- I could go watch the Maryland games again. I miss Maryland being in ACC because I could actually go to the games. You know, I could go up to Happy Valley uh, a few hours up, dr- drive up into Pennsylvania. I can go so to the game I want. Well, well, that's it. So, so who do you guys pick? Do you guys put in the chat like the old man said? Big Ten SEC, who are you picking? Because I would love to see what y'all are, are leaning towards. Yeah. And as Richard said, Harbaugh can attend the first FSU games of the year. That's true because he's suspended for uh, you know some of the little violations here and there. Um, Richard, he might be as well. Michigan's first games are a bore fest. That is actually true. They play one of the worst out of conference schedules. So, uh, yeah, well, he might you know as well what? be. You know, what? you know what? That's going to get cleaned up some, uh, 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 Knowles. That's going to get cleaned up some because now people are playing for these playoff spots. Oh, once it's expand- yeah. expanded. Once and it, don't yeah. you think that those committees are going to look at strength of schedule, who are you playing, and so on. Well, and then once you get into the 16, 20-team conferences, I don't know if there's going to be a real out-of-conference schedule anymore. They're going to have to play through yeah, I don't know. the majority of the conference. I don't know if yeah, they're going to have a real out-of-conference anymore. That now. But I, I, I am... <laughs> playing uh, for middle school. Stranger <laughs> says, well, that's, that's about... We, we get LSU, and they get three... Yeah, uh, well, we get three more than Alabama, so we got to okay, well, all we're saying. We have Florida and LSU, so we, we're playing two SECs. They're playing two... Uh, Division two schools, essentially. Right. Uh, Peter Collins interview sound like a general in preparation for war, but not wanting to give away his position. I I would agree with you. I I, th- I, I thought they were all so smooth, well prepared. They had their they, they had played their, their, they, they gave away their they, hand. They had their board members well prepared. But when you say they didn't give away their position, I think they said we're going to attack. We're we're, we're going to attack. So. I think they did give away. I think they're. I think it's all a done deal. Yeah. Uh, that's my impression. It's a done deal. The ACC's been notified, and this was the notice that the letter is coming before the fifteenth. If I'm wrong, I'll I'll eat it. You but better I think eat it. I'm yeah. right. I think you I'm better. right. Uh, Richard, big, big, Richard picks Big Ten. He lives in Ann Arbor. Oh, that would be perfect. Oh, cool. you're, 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 uh, you're right there, class of 1997. So, yeah, that'd be that'd be perfect. You could just hey, walk out Class of game. 74 here, brother. There 74. 73, 0 and 11. And let me tell you. Oh, here we go. Here you we talk go. about here revenue. The revenue was, this is prior to Bobby Bowden. They were thinking of ditching the program. I, I'm not making that up. There was, was like a leather helmet when the old they man was no there. money. Football, especially in sports, has always been about the money. And as Max Alvarez said, big business. You gotta play big or you gotta get out. It's one or the other. Michael picks SEC lives in Florida. See, it's based on regionality, I think. Like you said, Michael says well, SEC. Yeah, it's also you gotta think yes. of your recruits' families. If a lot of your recruits are coming out of the South, can those families travel? You know, but if the kid's getting the, a hundred thousand, three hundred thousand dollars. He could probably put his parents on a plane and fly him up there from NIL. <laughs> yeah, Richard was in the marching Chiefs. He would love to see him on the field in the big house. That that would be uh, uh, in front of a hundred thousand people. That would be very, very that's cool great. to see. That's great. Yeah. To that point, I think that's an interesting point. Does Florida State's move to say the Big Ten, I, you know, affect some of that recruiting? Say uh, we. I thought when we talked about yesterday that 
you're already battling for kids in the SEC anyway. You're battling Texas. You're battling Georgia. You're battling Alabama. You're battling in-state Florida. You're already battling all these schools in the SEC for kids anyway. My thought was, if you go to the Big Ten, that would... And you're, and you're showing yourself in Michigan. You're showing yourself in Wisconsin. You get some of these big big linemen. You know, uh, you know, you go up there, you can make a little recruiting trip or, you know, talk to some of these kids while you're up there. But I thought it could extend your recru- uh, recruitment, uh, recruiting footprint to some of these key areas for some one or two guys that you may want to get. But does it hurt you vice versa? Like you said, if you're not playing in these SEC country states anymore, does it recruit some of that? Because parents are like, oh, well, I'm not going to travel to Michigan to go see my kid anymore. It's, it's a lot harder to see my kid. So that's an interesting conversation. Does it hurt us with some of those in-state kids or surrounding state kids um, that I didn't think about before? So that, that, that's an interesting topic for later. That well, that's, you know, that's, that's part of the strategy. But as, as, as the leadership team said, I'm just going to call them the leadership team. You know the guys I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, they said there are risks involved, whatever we do. If we get out, there's some risk. If we go into one conference, there's some risk. Okay, there's a, uh, there's a lot of unknowns, okay? There are known knowns and known unknowns. A very famous person, Donald Rumsfeld, once said that. Oh, God, oh, God. Prior to the war in Iraq. Yeah, well, he's, okay? not, he's not really he said, known for his decision-making. There are, <laughs> I'll never forget that, the yeah. press he was giving. There are known unknowns and there are unknown knowns. <laughs> yeah, yeah right. it was crazy. But, you know, that's pretty much what our leadership team was saying. But they also said this. You have to look at these little lines, right? And the, the little line was, we have to be prepared to take big risk. Yep. You yep. have to. And I think the biggest risk is, is probably the Big Ten. And to Rob's point, it doesn't hurt because still six, eight of your games are in the state of Florida at home. So that's a great point, Rob. You'll still have those built-in home games. Good point. And yeah, and that's a good point. So you'll see me battling for those kids. Those parents can come see, come see. Why do you keep moving it around? I it's a stop changing the I'm comments. I'm not doing anything. It's yes, your guy. You hired that intern. You got that intern from the Maryland. old man. The old man likes touching buttons. He, he gets anxious. So, but I, I think that's a good point, Rob. That it, you'll have those built-in home games set, you know, up north in Florida, so people from all those surrounding states to come and visit. So, like you said, I think there's a little bit less risk if you do go to the Big Ten due to that fact. But to my point, you will have more exposure up north in, in that central time zones and up in, in Big Ten country. I, I do think there's a lot of benefit to that because I watch those big-ass linemen from Wisconsin. I love, and we have, and for Atkins and crew, they have really improved that line, as we all know. Uh, but I, I would I'm love... Gonna, I'm not, I'm not going to get into when Atkins leaves next year after this season. No, okay. We don't... These guys go yeah. with him. That'll be another show. I, I don't want to discuss if he. Leaves I would just up, say but, this, man. Yeah. It is an exciting time. It is, you know, yes, it, yeah. it really is. I mean, I. I I'm just gonna be excited that we don't have to play BC and Louis. Like, I'm excited for all the primetime matches we'll have, regardless this of what is conference we go moment. to. You know, yeah. this is a big moment in Florida State history, and what happens in the next weeks or months. This is big time. This yeah. doesn't happen too much in your lifetime. They won't the move biggest, again. They won't move again. They'll the move, if they change, move to one of these conferences, yeah. they won't move again. You won't see another change like this you know, probably it, it, in your in lifetime. In my lifetime, Florida State was a major independent, a good portion of it, and then they went to the ACC. That's yeah. it. That was it in my lifetime. Yeah. Okay? And yeah. I'm not a young man. I look yeah. like a young man. I look pretty good. Keep telling yourself. The, the ladies tell me that. I look pretty good. All right? But 
It, it, so if they make when they make this jump, if they go to the SEC, Big Ten, they're a winner either place, either yeah. place, because they've secured their spot. If there's a two conference mega system, they're in. They the Big Twelve is risky, and anything <laughs> you can't stay here. Yeah, this yeah. this bus is is not running. The wheels are falling off. The wheels they're, are they're, falling. They're, they're falling off. Yeah, you know, yeah. they're falling off. Super exciting time, absolutely. Let's see those Big Ten boys play in the community. It's Joe Campbell. Vice That's versa. True. I would love to see Florida State playing in Happy Valley in the whiteout, snow falling down. But once again, those, those and people wrap it up like how how is Florida State, Clemson, Miami gonna play in in a stadium in you know in, in the big house in Happy Valley when it's snowing, da da da. But like those schools, they pick prime players out of Florida right now, and those kids play fine. So I think that's an overreaction. But like you said, the humidity factor for those kids coming from the north to the south may be a big factor, you like you said. you got to schedule them early in September. But to that early point, September. Remember, remember when Willie Taggart, his, he didn't have the kids' condition. So luckily we've got back. So remember the Virginia Tech game when everyone was cramping. Oh, God. But luckily we've got our kids back in shape and, and we're good. So uh, hey, Here's, a, here's a key question for everybody listening in tonight. Here's a question. When is the last game? When is the last time, who was it against, and what year, the Florida State players had to wear the capes, okay? They had to wear, you know, the heavy capes when they were on the sidelines, that it was that cold. I'd like to see somebody make a guess on that. I'm thinking it might be a game. I can't remember if we played that cold up in Michigan. It must have been Notre BC. Dame. I think it was, I think it was BC. a BC or yeah. a Maryland game. Yeah, it must have yeah. been like I think like a BC game maybe. Yeah, Rob. Rob says, "Does Miami want to come with us?" Like I said, I don't know. I don't think we're worried about Miami. We're worried about FSU right now. We're not worried about Clemson. We're not worried. You know, we're <laughs> no, not change, worried no, wait, about to answer his question. Deal. To answer his question, going. Rob, does Miami want to come with us? Absolutely. Can they come with us? I don't think so. Yeah. So do they? Do they want to tag along? Absolutely. I don't think I don't. they're attractive, right? Outside of their potential media market, because I think they have a better media market than, say, Clemson, South Carolina. Absolutely. But hey, outside of that factor, I, that's that's all I'll say on it. You know, that's I, I don't it. think Florida State is trying to organize some four-team deal or a two-team deal. I don't really think they're trying to do that. That's a very complex thing to do. I think it would be the inviting conference or TV or somebody to say, listen, if they come, will you come? Yeah. You know, I, I don't think Florida State's picking yeah. up the phone, calling all these guys, and like making a trade and all this. The only I thing I've heard in the comments of our last video was that potentially Clemson may not want to go to the Big Ten. Potentially, they like their alignment with the SEC better. So there could be where yeah, a split could. there. I, where, I understand that. I understand so, that. So with that, you know, there may be some. You know, there are maybe some party of ways where we we all think Clemson may be going to the Big Ten, but they may actually prefer going to be in the SEC for particular reasons of recruiting or whatever it may be. So that that could play out differently. So interesting well, to see I, where all I these think other what teams. I'm goes. happy about after today is the aggressive stance Florida State and its leadership team are taking in this matter. They're not sitting back. They have not, and they made that clear. We have not been sitting back. You know, ever since that meeting several months ago, you think we're just sitting around waiting to see what happens? No, they've well, been very proactive. Just to be clear, once they were aware of those revenue numbers, they would have been, um, I, I don't know how I should put this best. 
once they were made aware of those revenue numbers and the deficit, they should have been proactive about getting out of this. And they were. And they uh, were. And exactly. And they were. Because they would have been dead in seats if they weren't being proactive about and, and once they knew so, those numbers. They're so proactive. That letter, official letter, is already typed up. It's yeah. just waiting to go. Yeah. Waiting uh, to go. Richard says, believe it or not, the cold and snow up here really doesn't start until January. There are some rare snows and cold, but it falls in the 40s, maybe upper 30s here. So we may not have to worry about in Michigan the uh, the, the snow. But I've seen, maybe it's Pennsylvania where we do, you, get, you see more of that, those snow games. I think Knowles 99 might have it. Put Knowles 99 up there. Maryland 2008, 2010. That's right. It's either KB said BC. Or Maryland. I think it could have been either one of those. Yeah. That that would have been uh was that I'm trying to th uh was that like the game with Burt Reed? Oh uh, yeah, they got I'm trying to pull up the uh the game here. With who? With Burt Reed, Christian Burt? Ponder. Oh yeah. Yeah. You got it? You gotta turn the sound off so we don't get that flag. I wanna see here. guys on the sideline with a cape so this shows me nothing. It just shows hey. me the game. <laughs> Oh, what a move! Oh, Bert, Bert yeah, that's great. it, Maryland. You can tell by their end zone. They got obviously. sleeves on, though. They got. Uh, did the linemen have sleeves? You can't have sleeves. No, if, no. if we're if we're going to the Big Ten, you can't have sleeves, dude. No, no, most of them don't have sleeves on. Yeah, no one's got sleeves on. Them. Yeah, you got to get something on the sidelines. I don't know. It's close between Maryland and and BC. Okay, uh, play that. I think I think we've gone through our comments here pretty good. What is it? I was at that game, he says. Those, I almost died. <laughs> that's funny. Hey, I went to a game. Dude, no, wait, that's it. Maryland fans are nasty. Their fans are nasty. No. Who? They are Maryland? Maryland fans are nasty. Well, we're going to numerous games. Florida State always brings out the nasty. I'm just saying, Maryland fans are, they get intense. They get very oh, intense. The, do you think they're worse than Miami or Florida? Uh, I'm just no, saying, Maryland fans no. can get. Wait they, they get a little nasty sometimes. I went to a game in Blacksburg, Virginia. I It was Florida State playing Virginia Tech on a cold, nasty, sleeting game. Oh, my God. I, I That game couldn't get over, could not get over soon enough for me. I, have, I don't even remember who won. <laughs> it what? was so long ago. So... Yeah, that was crazy. But let me tell you, if we if we get Big Ten and we catch an October-November game up there, okay, leave this quote up because I've, I've been reading some stuff there. The, the linemen cannot be in jerseys, our offensive linemen. they got to have the sleeves rolled up. Look, dude, you got to have the sleeves rolled up, flexing them out, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay. Because the scouts from Green Bay are watching, brother. All right, what did uh, Justin says? Did you read Bruce Feldman's tw tweet? I did read some of his stuff, Justin, earlier today. It said four hours ago, FCU Clemson moved to the Big Ten. Okay, I did read that. I I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act on that. I'm not gonna act on that. I think I looked at this Bruce Feldman. I don't know. I don't I don't see him as. As credible as was I it like, like an athletic the athletic article? Was it an athletic article? No, no, no. It's just a tweet. Okay. You know, I can look the guy up. I'll let I'll let Justin do that. Justin, look at his credibility. Why do you think he's credible? Okay. Uh, uh, 
I think we should go ahead now and play Fine Bomb. Let's play. We're going to play this clip. I hope your sound is better because... It's just Twitter. I can't control what Twitter gives me. Okay. Well, let's see. Let's see how it plays out. We'll just play a little bit of it. All right. Let's... uh, All right. Ready? I think this is... I think this is an important message, whether you like Fine Bomb or not. You know, it's something, though, Paul, that, that you have talked about this for a while now, and it fascinates me about college football is the idea that as we talk about these conferences and the demise of some of them, that you feel like in the end we're going to end up with just two super conferences, much like the NFL in college football. I mean, how closer are we to this? It, it will take a few years, but the two super conferences right now are the Big Ten and the SEC. Uh, they look like the NFL uh, right now. They have all these multi- multiplicity of leagues, especially the Big Ten with three or four different partners. And the Big 12 right now has emerged as number three. The ACC is, is the league, Alan, that, that has some serious soul searching to do <laughs> right now. But ultimately, we, we are going to get to this. It, it will happen quickly because, as Pete has reported a thousand times, nothing happens quickly in college football. Pete, you look, you have a pained expression on your face. I need to get your take on this. <laughs> Well, I think, Alan, Paul's right in a lot of ways about the power, too. I think it already is a power, too, right now. It's just that financially, and it's going to take a little bit of time for the realities of the marketplace to catch up and for those schools to establish themselves, especially from a recruiting standpoint and eventually from an NIL standpoint, as as dominant as their finances are right now. Essentially, the big the Big Ten, the SEC, make twice as much as other leagues. And that's why, and we're going to get to the ACC, there's such unhappiness at places like Florida State and Clemson. But we financially are operating on a power two model. Eventually, things are going to follow for the, for the, for the schools in realignment. Wow. Yep. Okay, that's it. That's it. That's the ball game. And the shot they took today, the leadership team, the letters going out, and we're going to be moving on. We're going to, we got the for sale sign for the house here, and we're going to be shopping elsewhere. And that's just the way it is. No hard feelings. And, and I go back to, I go back to uh, Max Alvarez. This is business. This isn't football like you used to know it. This is a different ball game. And one of those guys, the fine bomb or the other guy said, this is going to be a recruiting issue. This is going to be a recruiting issue. Well, especially when you think about the schools that are in those power Rutgers, Illinois, like Northwestern. You are falling behind programs who win yeah. five to six games annually. Vanderbilt won like one or two. Games well, that's the then. thing. You you two are in a position where you're falling behind schools thirty million dollars a year that you shouldn't be, and at some point that will catch up to your ass and bite you. Well, it's going to catch up close. It's just not going to take years to catch up. No, that's what I'm saying. It'll, it'll, it, that money will, will catch up to you, and they'll eventually they'll get right. Eventually, those somehow, some way, they'll get right because with NIL, they'll start rec- they'll find a way to start recruiting, get collectives, and it'll bite you in the ass. One if you stay, start, if you stay, it, 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 that's right. If you're not realigned, if you're not realigned by 2025, I believe if you're not realigned by 2025, and hopefully 2024, the recruits, the four and five star guys, you won't see them. You will not see them, okay? They're going to be going to these two power conferences. You don't think those recruiters, those two conferences are telling kids that now? I, yeah, I, or your kids that you have in your system are going to be in the portal heading out the door, period. Yeah. 
And guess who? Guess where your coaches are going to go? You think they're going to stick around? No way. They're going out the door too, and you will be in a second-tier football uh, program. What I think will be interesting to watch is: Do these colleges start ejecting members out the back door? No. Like, well, no, no, but no. In like three to four years, like if Utah is still winning ten to twelve games a year, do they eject Northwestern at the back door and say, "Hey, Utah"? Like, does it get that cut? You're you're saying could they ask him to take a pay cut? Oh, take a pay cut or you're out. Like, does it get cut through these conferences where it says, "Hey, uh, hey, uh, other school over there, you're you're a good program." Yeah, uh, Rutgers, you're winning one game a year. You suck. Let's get you out of here. Hypothetically, and they swap these schools out. Like, we want to be a true power conference and not have a one-win team every year. But Wait, somebody, if, you're play, if you're playing, you're going to lose. Yeah, you're going to lose. You're going to lose. There are going to be teams. If you're playing interconference games, it's going to be bottom feeders. Lose in the conference. Exactly. But you're not playing. You're not like playing everybody else. You could maybe. Or there's a relegation. There's a relegation. There's a relegation of. You know, they become two tier Big Ten. There's a top tier Big Ten, the bottom tier Big Ten. There's relegation, like in soccer. You could. You could. Oh, like Anything there's... could happen. You could start having these interconference of the two big conferences. How much, you know, it's kind of like when the Yankees play the Mets, you know, yeah. when they were, one was in the National League, one was in the American, and they play each other. I mean, it's I generate. Think... <laughs> Sports is entertainment that must generate enthusiasm. We have that now, and that's, that's not... where it's going. Richard says, his question is, if FCC does end up in the Big Ten, does that mean the Big Ten will get a new contract? Or do they split to some, some billion more ways? So, Richard, I believe the way it would work, and once again, I could be know. wrong on this, is that the deal with the Big Ten is that they're locked in for, I believe, the next four or five years on that contract, and it would they would just have there would be more a few more mouths to feed on that existing deal. So the splits, the even splits to schools would would just be split a little bit more. So each school would get a little bit less, is my understanding. Now I think that's a little bit advantage for the SEC because I believe their deal is only two years for X amount of millions, and they renew with ESPN. Their deal with ESPN renews in two years, where they'll probably they, they went from CBS to ESPN and they're up in two years, where they'll renew that. So the only advantage in my eyes would be if you went with SEC, you may be able to re up for more money. But as we all know, ESPN is kind of struggling with money right now, so they would have to go probably find a new TV contract. But you would likely get more money. But my understanding, Richard, is that it would just be the same amount, same bucket of money. It would just be a fewer amount in that distribution for you know more teams. Yeah, there, there's uh, we go back to there's a lot of unknowns right now, and the only thing we do know is what happened today for Florida State. Let's just focus for a minute, just Florida State. We know what happened in Florida State. We know that the second major shot was cast today. The next, this next, until August the 15th, which today's the second, you got 13 days. We're going to, everybody's going to monitor to see. I don't think they're going to wait to the last minute. I think they already know their direction and this is just a formality. So that'll be the next big thing is the letter of intent. That's it. That's what we're going to be monitoring for. Uh, You're going to, you're on Twitter, on other social media, on all these different accounts everybody's on it's fun it is kind of fun but it's mind-boggling oh what about this what about that you guys we can waste a lot of time on that but the facts are the facts florida state has stepped up and said aggressively we're going 
we're, we're going out the door. Uh, Knowles99 says, I think people want to be in denial about Florida State leaving the ACC because in their heart of hearts, they are afraid of what FSU do, will do when the playing field evens out. I, and, and, and I believe you're talking about opponents when Florida State moves off. And Knowles99, correct me if, you're, if I'm wrong here. You mean opponents of Florida State. When Florida State goes to the SEC yeah. or they go to the Big Ten, right. they're kind of in denial. Like Florida State, like, they're afraid of like once you know they get more competition than that. Yeah, I, I believe that may be some of it. And like I said, this may be a foregone conclusion. It's just fun to have well, a time. A wait a minute. What what makes you think we're going to roll into the league there and just get beat up like a bunch of sissies? I mean, I don't get that impression. You don't think we can beat some of those? We've been beating them. We have a no, record no. against uh, the SEC. We well, have an established well, record against the Big Ten. Wait a minute. We're going to get our share we're going to get our share of four or five star guys, without a doubt. So, you know, it comes down to the basics again. If you've got the money, you got to get good coaches, you got to get good players. Okay. You got to compete, and you got to compete at the highest level. I mean, if Florida State makes a move, they, they have to compete at an even higher level, is my eyes. They cannot be recruiting three star guys that they hope to develop. They have to be recruiting at the highest level. Mike Norvell has to continue to grow and grow this program, and hopefully listen, that influx listen. of cash. Will help them do that, Listen, but you have to be a perennial ten-win team, if, if nine, ten-win team every single year. You can't you have, be losing the Wake Forest. If you that, have that, two <laughs> mega, if you have two mega conferences, maybe the third being the Big Twelve. How many playoff teams did they expand to? Twelve. Uh, I I don't know if that's a, yeah, that's they're yeah, going moving no, to twelve. That, that's official. They're moving to twelve. Okay, they're moving to twelve. It's yeah, twelve and. There'll be a number of teams that have one or two losses sometimes to get into those 12 positions from these conferences. Yeah. So you could lose a couple of games. It could be close games and you could get into the playoffs. But if you're in the yeah. ACC, you'd have to go undefeated and you'd have to pack your schedule yeah. with yeah. all kind of teams yeah. just to impress somebody. Absolutely. Exactly. And that's where it'll be okay, if it'll be, like to your this point. This isn't like the big dance in basketball where uh, some uh, small school out there in Iowa gets an invite in, you know, because there's 64 teams. No, this but, is the perfect scenario because, to your point, the playoff isn't expanding until 2024-2025 season. So if Florida State does move, they would be moving that same season as the expansion. So it would be a great adjustment period. If they do move to the Big Ten uh, SEC, where they could play higher competition and you afford themselves the, the wiggle room to lose a couple of games to better competition. You so want to, yes. best competition you can find. Yes. Period. Yes. Yeah. So uh, David says, Clapton at FSU to SEC. I would love that. I, I would love to move to I think Clemson that to works, it. too. I, I'd be you happy. Know, I, say, I would love that. I, I would love a move either way. I would prefer the Big Ten, but... I wouldn't hate that either. I, I don't think there's a losing move here. Uh, Knowles about the media and the opposing fans. Yeah, I do think there is some some of that from opposing what, fans what and media. That? I don't understand. What he he means he means no. It's not, he, he's just saying that there is some like some chatter out on the media sites and, and Twitter from opposing fans that they're a little bit shutting down the hype that Florida State's going to move because they're they're a little afraid of Florida State joining their conference and stuff like that. Which I think there may be some of that. Well, I, I don't good. know if they're afraid. Yeah, I, they should be. We I, want people to be I, afraid. I, That's I, what this team is being built. That's what this program is being built again in the image of a Bobby Bowden. Now let's make sure we're we're clear here. Yeah. Some people have said, "Well, uh, 
Uh, Mike uh, Norvell is uh, the next Bobby Bowden. Let's be, let, well, wait a minute. Okay, Bobby <laughs> Bowden stands on a pedestal that no one so far since his departure has measured up to. Well, first of all, Jimbo he Fisher got got a championship, fine, but it was on the it was on the coattails of Bobby Bowden. Okay, so what we're saying is, if you don't if you don't get into one of these mega conferences, you're not going to have the money to get the best coaches. Pure and simple, you'll be a tier two team. That's and, it. And I don't think personally, I don't think anyone should be compared to Bobby Bowden. He built. Literal program. Uh, literal. There is, there is literal. no Mike Norvell. There is no Jimbo Fisher without literally. Him. There is no brands without Bobby Bowden. So to say, so-and-so is the next Bobby Bowden, no, there's no comparison. That's like comparing people to Michael Jordan. There, there's one Michael Jordan. Everyone else is themselves, in my opinion. There, so, have, been, there have been two ground builders at Florida State in football. Coach Bill Peterson, who put us on the map, okay, and he coached Fred Bolitnikoff, if anybody knows who Fred Bolitnikoff is, okay, and Steve Tenzi, he put the air dynamics in Florida State and started putting Florida State on the map. And then Bobby Bowden, okay, Jimbo Fisher is at a level below them, okay. These guys helped establish and put Florida State on the map. Everybody else is kind of below them. They built the brand so strong that after Jimbo imploded it and then Willie imploded it, they were still able to build it back up. They were yeah. still able to get on national right. television. They are still able, the Mike Norvell is able to come in there. and bring it back together to where it is today. So that is and, the difference. Mike Norvell may be the next dynasty maker, and I hope he is because I love the guy. But it's it's different. He he could be the next great coach in a line of great coaches. But it's not Bobby Bowden. Well, we, yeah, Bowden. we don't know that. I know Coach Norvell and his staff are busting their yes, butts. Yes, absolutely. absolutely. They, they're going 24-7. Absolutely. You know, the, not just five days a week. Every weekend they're bringing kids in. They're killing I mean, they understand what it takes, and they're doing it, okay? And, yeah, Mickey Andrews. Mickey Andrews classic, was great. He was classic. great. He was great. Uh, but Coach Norvell and staff, and let's not forget the hidden, invisible front office staff of operations people. Yeah. All those people, they're doing a great job. But Absolutely. to maintain great people, you have to pay them what they're due, and you have to pay players because that's where we're at. And this is that's this money it. will help. That's this money, money will help. This money will help you. And just to put a wrap around this, like you said, that cash will help you main, retain these top that's assistant it. coaches. If you want to keep Alex Atkins, you're going to have to pay the man because that guy will be gone. Next year or the next year for a head coach. Head coach or you're gonna have to Absolutely. Pay him. Or you're gonna have to pay him just like Dabo was doing for years when they were building that program back up to where it is today. And I'll you're tell gonna have you to right pay that now, money. At the end of this season, if it's as anywhere successful to the close we think it's going to be, Alex Atkin is likely gone. And you can mark that down. I'm not being negative. I'm being realistic. No, if he's like, well, you guys are negative. Well, it's, no, we're not negative. No, it's not. We're, if he's looking to leave, that means you won 11 games. <laughs> he almost left this year. Because so he's a good right. coach. Because he's a damn good coach. Yeah, he's a, it, well, he's a better recruiter. Yeah. It's better It's better to have a guy that's a better recruiter than coach. I, I would say it's both because you can recruit great guys, but if they can't damn play on the line, then it doesn't matter. We've well, got, we I mean, had Willie Carrick, who was a good recruiter, both. but he no, couldn't I develop. He couldn't develop. It's so, both, but good recruiting is a big deal. Yeah, so. Okay. All right, well, that's it for the night. 
we appreciate y'all coming out tonight and discussing this with us. Thanks for the comments. If you don't mind, like the video, share it with a friend. Please. But we'll be back. And, and if, there's break, if there's breaking news yeah. on this, if we get an announcement that comes out, we may do a live show. We and will. we go hard during the season. We do a pregame show before week one. We'll do a postgame live reaction. So join us for that. If it's your first time coming by, we I'll appreciate it. be on the road it. a little bit. Okay, well, we, we don't need the old man. But come by when we do the live shows, pre-game, post-game, and do a live reaction, win or lose, we'll be here and celebrate with us. Or if we if we lose for some reason, then come break a bottle with us or whatever you do. Stay safe. Yeah, you know, and, and, and as KB said, we don't do this often enough. And we some of our fans say, you guys don't you don't ask for likes enough. You don't ask for subscriptions enough. And we're starting to do that a little bit more. We don't tend to do that. But... Yeah, any of that helps us. So thank you all for coming out. We'll see you soon. Have a great, was it today, Wednesday? I lost track of the already. Wednesday. Wednesday. So have a great Wednesday. Have a great Thursday. And then if we don't see you by the weekend, have a great weekend. Take care. See you all, guys. Go Nose. Ladies. Go Nose.